0: Hey Podcast Land, uh, this is Pastor Loman. Uh, I've been gone uh, on vacation the last couple of weeks, so I haven't uploaded anything. Uh, my last sermon from my month, the 19th of July, uh, I did not get uploaded before I left, uh, so I've done that now. Uh, it is uploaded, it's online, it's ready for your listening pleasure, uh, for your uh, ear torture, uh <laughs> or hopefully for your edification. Uh, anyway, uh, let me know what you think. Uh, here we go. as peace you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ Amen The End <laughs> Those words used to be the last thing on the screen before the end credits would appear The End Believe it or not I actually think about those words fairly often The end. Sometimes they are good words. Sometimes they are dreadful. The end of life is often bittersweet. As our last enemy takes a loved one. Yet if they are a child of God, we rejoice that their battle is over and they have persevered and completed their sentence in this prison that we call life. Yet we also weep for their presence is missed. Their smile unseen, except in photographs, which only seem to make the bitterness of separation even more sour. The end. Even a simple book or movie or other story can leave us dazed at its conclusion. Good stories leave you wanting more. They send your your imagination, reeling. what would happen next if the story continued? What would happen as I close the book on the last page? As the credits are done at the end of the movie, the enjoyment is over. And some sorrow sets in. You see, there are all kinds of endings in our life. Again, some are pleasant, like the end of a drought or a a long separation. Others, not so much. In the parable that Jesus shares with us this morning, our Lord speaks about the end. Yes, he is still sitting in that same boat where we left him last week, The same crowd is gathered there around him. And Jesus tells them this parable about not just any ending, but the finality of the story of the scriptures. The end of this fallen world. The end that would begin at his cross. Then, after a couple of shorter parables that our reading skipped over today, and in good dramatic fashion, in order perhaps to emphasize this point, Jesus gets out of the boat, and he goes back to the house where he was staying, pretty much telling those who had been listening that the day's teachings were over. The end. His disciples then come to him, and for our benefit, request that Jesus explain the parable. And so Jesus explains it to them. This parable, as is true for every parable, wasn't about the actual story being told. Instead, the parable is a visual representation of something totally different. While he was telling them a story about a farmer and his crop, His point really had nothing to do with farming. Instead, it was all about, you guessed it, the end. On this earth, right now, there are children of God. And there are children of the enemy. God has allowed both to reside here. To grow up. Together, each offending the other, each struggling to survive in spite of the other, just like wheat and weeds fighting for room to grow and the light of the sun. For us, it seems it would be best if God would have simply removed the weeds from the soil so that we could live without the struggle, without the competition. That seems right. That seems fair. But for his own reasons, that he doesn't really quite reveal, but perhaps to drive us continually back to him, he has allowed evil to carry on. A fact that we see practically every day, not just on the news or in the newspaper, on the radio, or even in our nice little town, but even more so in our own mirrors as we see ourselves face to face. We see the scars left on our bodies, the lines of weariness on our face. We have been through much. We have fought hard. Sometimes we have fought alongside our God. Sometimes we have fought against Him. I know there were times when we could have easily you and I looked just like those little weeds doing all sorts of terrible things in thought, word and deed. But look at you now. You're growing up into strong stalks of wheat. Maybe with a bend or a tweak in your stalks as you have Been beaten on by the storms of this world, stepped on by the evil one who wanders about casting more wickedness around us. But along the way, you've continued to grow, watered by your baptism, fed by the farmer's own blood and flesh, his work for your benefit. As his word is proclaimed, You can continue to hear his footsteps getting closer, closer, closer. The harvest is coming. Will we be ready? Will you be ready? Will the angels rip you out of the ground and throw you into the eternal fire? Or will they bundle you up together with other believers and carry you to the farmer's barn the kingdom of God where the rest of your brothers and sisters await your arrival well thankfully our master has tended to us this far the weeds are still around us yet he has yet to withhold his gifts from us he has not left us farmer has blessed you and kept you the farmer's face still shines at the sight of you growing in faith and in his love the farmer has yet to turn his face from you instead he continues to lift his countenance upon you and he still gives you peace he will see you through your struggle will be over The evil will be removed. You won't have to fight anymore. You'll be exactly who and what he intended you to be when he put your seed in the ground. Then, Jesus says, the righteous will shine like the sun in the kingdom of their Father. I'm looking forward to that. I'm sure that you are too think all of us are looking forward to the end. Amen. And now may the peace that passes all understanding guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.